What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brand New Show. As you already know, I am Brand New. I uh, hope you guys have been enjoying your start of your year so far. Uh, I know I've been kind of just, whew, I know I've been kind of uh, chilling these last couple of weeks, man. I've been, I won't say vacation because I've never on vacation uh, from podcasting because I'm always thinking of new content, new ways to move, new way, new things to think of. But season seven is officially here. And um, I just finished recording the, the I guess, theme episode of this season, um, for season seven. But, um, you know, but as you know, I am Brian Janu. This is the Brian Janu Show. And, of course, I got to get back to what I love to do. And that is Life of Times for Music. Because tonight is exactly what I'm doing. But before I get into that, of course, I got to tell you guys where you go. All that bullshit. Follow me on Instagram. At Brandon Janus Show. Follow me on TikTok, Brandon Janus Show. Also, The Brandon Janus Show is Facebook. I, I've tried to change it from The Brandon Janus Show, but it's Facebook. Facebook page, The Brandon Janus Show. Uh, you can see my damn logo in the back, so you know it's my uh, page on Facebook. Um, also, YouTube channel, Brandon Janus Show. If you subscribe, you comment, you follow, if you comment, I do comment back. I will ask you, like, what's your opinion on this? Tonight, particularly, is going to be a very interesting night. Uh, but I will ask your opinion on this. What do you really believe? What do you say? Uh, and this is, of course, kicking off season seven of my podcast, Brandon New Show. Premiere week is officially upon us. Uh, January 29th uh, is the official first episode, which is the episode I just did. Um, this will be January 30th, depending on, I will be also recording, uh, another Life of Times Music will be J. Cole, and that will be the last episode of Premier Week for season, I'm not, I don't know, I might actually kick that off for the next, the next season, but that might not be a part of Premier Week, that might actually be the first episode of, that might be like episode five, so, but to be sure, uh, Life and Times of Music tonight. Uh, J. Cole is one of the Life and Times of Music uh, artists that I will be doing. I'll probably record that tonight. Uh, but it won't be done until maybe February. So it won't be out until February. Um, but Premier Week, this will be the kickoff of Premier Week tonight. Um, like I said, follow me on YouTube, Brand Janu Show. Follow me on social media, Brand Janu Show, on TikTok and, and Instagram. Facebook is The Brand Janu Show. And of course, like always, if you just want to just hit the audio, all podcast platforms everywhere is where you can find the Brandon Janu Show. Oh, you got to type in Brandon Janu Show. Uh, it is not spaced. It is all one word. Now, some of these fucking podcast platforms, you might have to space it. But for most of them, you probably just have to keep it together. So, uh, but it's Brandon Janu Show on all podcast platforms, uh, audio platforms everywhere. Uh, and thank you for listening. If you are listening, if you're watching, are you subscribing, are you whatever? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, let's get into it. <laughs> like I said, Life and Times of Music. This is the premiere week of Life and Times of Music. <sighs> and tonight, I am going to do it. It's finally here. It is another versus. Another versus between. Two albums from one artist, and also coming soon with Life of Times Music versus. I will tell you, it will be artist versus artist. I will not be picking 
that I'll actually be just looking particularly at the art, the two artists. But I will tell you more after this episode is done and the ending of this episode. But until then, I got a versus between two albums that I love to death from an artist that I love to death uh, musically. Um, and the artist is Drake. And he dropped two classics back to back. Get it? Back to back. Am I? Uh, <laughs> take care and nothing was the same. Both albums are incredible in his discography. I think Drake got classic albums. A lot of people sit here and say he doesn't. That's your own dispute. I don't give a shit. But to me, the man at least got four or five classic albums. If you count so, so far gone, six. You count so far gone, six. Yeah, I see six because so far gone. Thank me later is a classic. Uh, of course, take care. Nothing was the same. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late. So wait, so far gone. Thank me later. Take care. Nothing was the same. If you're reading this, it's too late. And then views. I think Views is a classic. I think as you grow in time, Views has become more of a classic than, than people will actually give it credit for. I actually think More Life is also a really good fucking project. So, Drake's got at least six or seven bangers, man. Y'all could hate on him all you want, say, ah, you know, that's your opinion, do your shit. But for me, as a Drake fan, who's been listening to this man's music since 2009, he's got like six classic albums. Just because you don't fuck with him, that's your own opinion. But, um, yeah. So tonight albums I'm debating from Drake is Take Care and Nothing Was the Same. Now he does have six classic albums, like I just said, but these are the two clear cut albums that he just is just didn't undeniably great. Now I could have done if you're reading this is too late, but there's a couple of songs on there that I skip. I'm gonna be honest, y'all. There's a couple of songs on the song on that project I kinda skip. Um uh, But this these two albums you could play front to fucking back. Let's be real. These two albums you can play front the fucking back and I skip a bit. Um, so let's get into it. Take Care was released in 2011, November 2011. Uh, you know, it came right after Thank Me Later. Thank Me Later came out in 2010. So for him to drop an album literally in a year span, it was kind of like, okay. And he's even said this was his most prized possession at the time because he finally went back home. He wasn't around Wayne and them. He really actually went home to Toronto and got back into the, he pretty much morphed into what Toronto was at the time. And that was the cold. That was the grittiness. That was the, 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 the you know, the uh, feel of Toronto at the time. Um, this album actually has 18, 20 songs. Um, I took three songs off, just the three songs that I felt like couldn't stack up because you know, one song was the interlude with Kendrick Lamar because it's not Drake, it's Kendrick. Buried Alive interlude, which I love that fucking song, but to me, it, it's, it's not long enough. And it also, when I looked at where it was and compared to where the song that is up from Nothing Was the Same at number seven of the track list, nah, I actually want to make this at least a little bit, like, made me have to think, like, mm. but I love Buried Alive. Also, the other song I took off was Take Care. Uh, featuring Rihanna, the title track. I like it when it's when you when I'm playing "Take Care" full, but to be like a standalone record, the shit kind of. I think when they do songs for Drake, 
I feel like he's like trying to seduce her. <laughs> I feel like he's trying to seduce her. Like if it's like take care or if it's like uh uh what's the song off of views? Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. The song they did on views, them two they did on views. Like, but when they do songs for her, them bitches are bangers. Like, I don't know what it is. Like when they do songs together for her, the bitches are bangers. Like, what's my name? And uh work. Them bitches are bangers. When he do songs with her for his projects, it's like he's trying to seduce her. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like he's trying to seduce her. Like, I don't get that shit. But them songs, but when they do songs for her projects, incredible. When they do songs for his projects, it's like, bro, we get it. You're trying to, like, marry this girl. We get it, nigga. We got it. Understood. Got you. Understood. Like, 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 like this just don't make sense. Um, But, yeah, I had to get that song off of here. And the other song, I can't think of it right now. Oh, We'll Be Fine with Birdman. Drake's rapping on Will Be Fine is amazing. Birdman fucks up the whole rhythm. And uh, when he starts talking at the end, I'm like, yeah, I got to get this shit the fuck out of my rotation. And so that's why. I, so those are the three songs. So he had 18. But I took those. No, he had 20. He had 20. Because the motto and Hey Sleeping Alone. But I took the, the top. I pretty much took the 18 songs that was already on the project. Because the motto and Hey Sleeping Alone are actually two bonus tracks. So I took the model and and that, and I so I took look, four or five records off technically. So I took it to fifteen because nothing was the same. It's the same. It's fifteen uh, songs, and nothing was the same. Came out in oh shit, the summer of twenty thirteen. I can't remember when, but I know it came out in the summer of of uh, twenty thirteen, and nothing was the same. Was a part of this amazing run Drake was just on at the time, starting with. Uh, take care and it was just an amazing run that he was just on at the time that was the same was crazy if you heard me talk about drake i did a whole life of times episode about drake and um yeah so i hope you guys go listen to that um to get you caught up on this but i said i was gonna do this eventually and i am and i might actually get more in depth with these two albums uh during this season I might run it back, do the Take Care episode, and another was the same episode. Because like I said, I love these al- uh, these albums um, to death. And I think these are two of the best albums I've heard from Drake ever. Um, just off of a, just, I'm talking about like nine collaboration albums. Like, of course, Her Loss is incredible with 21. But um, but just Drake by himself, these are two of the top-notch albums. I think even he would say these are two of the best albums he's ever done. So let's get into it. If you need the rules on how I do this, clearly. Um, I do verses, and the verses I do is simply this. Um, I pick two albums, I write down a track list, and then I go track for track, number one versus number one, and then I battle it, and then I say which track, let's say the intro, the intros, right, of both projects take care of what I'm about to get into. If I said, if I was to put, like, if nothing was the same, would have had, let's say the motion. If the motion was supposed to be on, because the motion was actually on, nothing was the same before we took it off. Let's say I went with the motion. If I went with the motion, if the motion was actually track 16 and I put the model, I will put the model versus the motion. And I will say, okay, the model 16 on this, the motion uh, the motion is 16 on, nothing was the same. I, The model was a massive hit, but I love the motion more. I think motion was way better as a collective song. If you actually listen to it now, if you don't know what the motion is, 
Dre did his um did a like a like a unreleased songs, all the songs we've actually heard on YouTube, shit that he just leaked over time. He's actually got a, a project on all musical platforms called Care Package. Go listen to it. It's I think the second track off of this, off of uh the project, and it's called The Motion. And it's such a phenomenal song. That's actually one of my favorite songs. I actually was mad when it wasn't on nothing was the same because I, I knew it was gonna be on it, and I'm like, it's clearly gonna be on nothing was the same. And it wasn't on it. Uh, he replaced it with another song that is actually on here that I will be talking about as well. So let's get into it. Uh, like I said, but that is how I do it. So I will literally, I don't go off of just the plain old, it was just a massive fucking hit. I don't go off of that. I go off of it truly. It could be just a hit, but I go off of my emotion as well. And what I remember when I first heard this song, where I was, what type of energy I was giving off at the time when I heard this song. And I feel like this is this is, this is kind of where this is gonna get interesting. So, if you need that, so that's how I do it. Uh, even though I might give one album a lot of checks, doesn't mean I'm gonna pick that album. Don't get that twisted. Cause just because I like the tracks and I think, hmm, that was a really good song, don't mean I'm gonna pick the album because I've done it before. I've actually checked a lot of boxes and I'm like, yo, this album is really great. But I like this album way more because I feel like this album just was way fucking better sonically and just pretty much consistently and also how I felt at the time like I said some of these albums are just I grew up on these albums some of these albums are just like even though I could pick this album this is a better album to me because I grew up on this album I remember where I was when I heard it and all of this so that's how I judge these albums so let's get into it y'all ready because I am let's do this all right take care versus nothing was the same Drake edition of life and times for music the debate here we go I'm going to actually start calling it this, the debate. It's not going to be verse, it's going to be the debate. Which album is better? So, here we go. Number one, track, the intro of Take Care, Over My Dead Body versus the intro of Nothing Was The Same, Tuscan Leather. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God, here we go. Okay. I was in 2011, 2011, I was in the 11th grade when Take Care came out, and I remember, I said this on a Drake episode, I remember sitting in art class, because I had just downloaded Take Care the night before, this is when music, the albums used to come out on Tuesdays, remember that shit kids, <laughs> remember when albums used to come out on Tuesdays, not Fridays, holy shit, that was a different life. That was literally a fucking decade ago. Who the fuck would have thought that? Uh, but I remember when that was just come out on Tuesdays. And I had I downloaded it late that late Monday. And I downloaded it um, before I went to sleep to my iPod. Yeah. Yeah, kids are like, iPod? The fuck is that? iPod. Yeah, I had a fucking iPod. Um, I remember downloading it and going to class and going to school. And I remember going into class. Like, I remember my seventh grade. Uh, period, because it was art, it was art class, and I didn't do shit in that class, I slept for most of that class, um, so I remember I was sitting at this table, there was a couple of, couple of classmates, and this uh, senior was like, I was like, man, I can't wait to get on this bus and listen to Take Care, and because I was like, I listened to it earlier this morning, but I was like, I want to make sure when I get home, I really like listen to this shit, and I wasn't really into like the albums yet like I wasn't like now I love like a body of work 
but I think Drake was kind of the first artist I actually physically was like, I got to listen to a whole body of work. And I think Take Care might have been the first album that I actually really paid attention to, 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 to albums. But I remember getting on the, on the bus. I remember being in class and, and, you know, my classmate was like, uh, you know, you got to listen. You know, he's like, you heard the first track? I said, yeah, but I got to really listen to it. He said, man, that shit fire. Oh, my dead body, a fucking banger. And I got on the bus later that day. And after, after that class, got on the bus, and that was the first thing I did was play Over My Dead Body. And I listened to it, and I was like, oh, this shit different. <laughs> I was like, oh, this shit different. You hear it on the bus early in the morning, but you it's 6 o'clock in the fucking morning. It's like 5 o'clock in the fucking morning, like 5.45 to be exact. In the morning, you're going to school, you barely fucking awake. Like, you're, 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 you're dead. You're, you're dead. You're dead on the bus. So you're listening to the music, but you're just like trying to go to sleep. You're trying to get as much sleep as you can because you know you're about to deal with some bullshit in school. And so you're not listening to the fucking project. You're not listening to it. You're just skipping. And so when I got on the bus later that day, I listened to it. And I was like, yo, this shit is good. Over my dead body caught me immediately. Um, I think I killed everybody in the game last year. Fuck it, I was on though. <laughs> like, like, I thought I found a girl at my strip club. Mm-mm, fuck it, I was wrong though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, man. Oh, my dead body was a different type of track, man. And 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 then to hear it just recently get remade by uh, Rod Wave gave me a new respect for this fucking song, like. You know, if you never heard Rod Wave over my dead body, go listen to it. I think it was on a Soul Fly project. But it made me respect this song so much fucking more. I loved it already, but that 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 Rod Wave gave it a, a different type of... It made me think, like, what if Drake really did go, like, full, like, singing on that fucking song? What would have happened? Like, that shit would have been crazy. Um, Which I thought was the hardest, you know, intro Drake had did. It was somber. It was very somber very winter it was very winter and it felt like it um tuscan leather now let me take you back to 2013 this is my first year i had graduated i graduated in 2013 so this is my 10 year anniversary coming up of me graduating from high school i graduated from high school in 2013 nothing was the same was the first project of that year that i remember that i was extremely excited to listen to and I was like, I ain't got to go to class in the morning. I'm going to listen to this shit all night. And then it leaked. <laughs> it leaked on YouTube. It leaked on YouTube maybe a week or two before it actually physically came out. And I remember listening to this song and immediately being like, yo, this shit fucking fire. And Tuscan Leather was so good. Out the gate. You know what I'm saying? When the when the beat. And then when he like, when the beat dropped. Oh, my God. Like, ooh, shit. Having problems with Nikki. Communication is breaking. I dropped the ball on some personal shit. I need to embrace it. I'm honest. I make mistakes. I'll be the second to admit it. It's probably why I need it in my life to check me when I'm tripping. <laughs> like, like, yeah, nigga. That's what we talking about. Like, it was just like, oh, shit. We getting another level. And then it just how long this nigga gonna be spitting on this intro? <laughs> how long this nigga gonna be spitting on this intro? Like, oh, shit. Drake talking this shit. It was different, man. You felt it. You felt the energy. You're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, fuck. It's going down. These two songs are so fucking different. It's crazy that you would say 
that Drake created different. He created different. A lot of people now would say, nah, he's the same. But then, in these this time span of life, 2011 to 2013, Tuscan Light is completely fucking different over my dead body. It's not even the same Drake. You can tell. Like, he was talking his shit on over my dead body, but you can tell he's still holding something back. Tuscan Leather, he just full like, nigga, fuck you. I'm the GOAT. I don't know what the fuck you didn't tell. I don't know who the fuck told you. I'm the GOAT. I don't know who the fuck told you that you was the nigga now, but I'm the GOAT. And then Curtis Mayfield at the end just sets it off perfectly. And so, oh, man. So, over my dead body of Tuscan Leather, how much time this nigga spending on the intro? I actually thought I was going to go over my dead body, but now that I think about it, Tuscan Leather is the shit. It's, 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 it's getting a dub. It got to get a dub for me right now. It got to get the check. It got the check. Oh, yeah, I got to go Tuscan Leather. All right. So, track two. Uh, take care. Shot for me. Versus nothing was the same. Uh, track two. Furthest thing. Um, Shot for me was uh, incredible. First time I heard it. Um, I love the song. Like, at the gate. I thought it was a great song. What made it even, like, a stamp of approval, because my brother doesn't like shit like this, but when he was like, man, what's that song? That song Drake got on Take Care. That shit hard. I was like, what? I was like, Crew Love? He's like, nah. I was like, Marvin's Room? He's like, nah. I was like, he's like, man, he's like, take a shot for me. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah, like, I was like, oh, oh, shot for me. Yeah, that shit, yeah, I was like, yeah, that shit hard. Man, that shit hard, bro. <laughs> like, Shout for me is a is a hard fucking song, man. That shit is hard, bro. Like, it's just fucking it's a great fucking song. I can't even knock it. It's a good fucking song, man. Shout for me is such a great song. Um he's singing at the beginning, then he raps at the end. Um Yeah. Shout for me. I can't really say that much bad things about Shout for Me. Still to this day, people still say that shit. Take a shot for me. <laughs> like, and it, it, it just it just is what it is. Furthest thing on this had to warm up. I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't like it at the beginning, I'll be honest. But the beginning of the song was really dope. I actually did like the beginning. Um I still be drinking on a low, smoking on a low, <laughs> scheming on a low. <laughs> I'm just the furthest thing from perfect, like everyone I know. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, man. Track two on this one was still good too, man. And then it gets at the end when he starts just rapping again, like he just raps at the end. It was so. It was it, it, both songs kind of. You hear the singing, you hear the quality of it, and then it goes into the rapping where at the end. And again, 2011, me, take care. Shot for me was the perfect song. I love for this thing, but take shot for me still to this day gets played. I I I love for this thing, but shot for me will always get rotation. If I had to play like a Drake playlist, this is like one of them songs. So yeah, um, here we go. Track three, one one. Take care, I got one. Now another was the same. I got one. Uh, track three. For take care, both of these singles. Track three, for take care. Headlines versus nothing was the same. Track three started from the bottom. Both of these songs are actually the uh, the original songs. They are the debut singles for both projects. 
they were the first rollout songs for the both projects. Headlines came out. I remember I was like dealing with, I think I was sick that day. And I remember, you know, I was doing something. I think I had a laptop and I remember uh, hearing that Drake dropped something. And I was like, again, I'm a Drake fan. So I was like, okay. And I turned it on and it was headlines. It was the music video. And I remember watching it and being like, oh, this nigga really in Toronto. Like, this nigga's back home for real. And, like, and I remember watching headlines and being like, yo, this shit is good. Oh, don't do it. Please don't do it. <laughs> it. It was just, headlines was just different. You could tell, like, he was, he had an energy that didn't happen on Thank Me Later. You could tell with headlines right out the gate, oh, this is different. They know, they know, they know, they know. And going to a Drake concert and you see him perform this shit is crazy. Like, that shit still slap. Like, goddamn. Headlines are so good, man. It was a great song. Uh, Versus started from the bottom. Oh, nothing was the same. Last year in high school. Started a new year. I think it was like literally the start of the new year of 2013. You see, I'm on hot new hip hop. Drake just really started from the bottom. What? Click. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> well, you hear zombie on the track. Started from the bottom, now you. I was like, what the fuck is this? And by the time. I listened to it for like two other times. I'm like, man, this shit, I, I, I don't know about this. Man, by the third time I listened to that fucking song that night, I was I was like, he got it. I was like, you won. He won. He got it. I'm running for nothing was the same. I was like, you won. He got it. He got it. Fuck it. He got it. I was like, hands down. He got it. Like, <laughs> my mind was like, he won. What can I say? He's fucking got it. I can't. I can't. I can't with this dude. Started from the bottom. Wasn't at them. Headlines might have started something, so it started from the bottom, was it? That was boom in your face. No new niggas, nigga, we don't do that. Fuck a fake friend where your real friends at. We don't like to do too much explaining. Stories stay the same, I never changed it. No new nigga, nigga, we oh, that shit there. If headlines, if you go to a concert, you see that shit slap. As soon as that started from the bottom, beat come on. You tell you can look around and be like everybody like oh shit. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a different fucking energy, man. Started from the bottom. I've been to two Drake concerts in my life. Um and he plays that song. And every time he plays that song, that shit, it, it, it you can tell. It that's gonna be in his heavy rotation of his career. For the rest of his career. That was the first big hit. I think he really, really feels like he established himself. Even though the model was the real one. Started was from the bottom. Was just to catch you off guard. I'm going to hit this shit. And it's over. And yeah. Started from the bottom. Gets the dub on this one. Uh, 2-1. Nothing was the same. Crew Love is track 4 on Take Care versus Wu-Tang Forever. On track for track track four, Wu Tang Forever. Oh no, that was the same. Oh my God, here we go. 
Try four. Crew love. I didn't know who the weekend was. I did not know who the weekend was. I don't think anybody did <laughs> during this time frame of 2011 like that. Other than if you just really was listening to mixtapes, that piff, and, and the weekend just crossed it, you know, crossed your mind on a mixtape. But when I heard Crew Love for the first time, this is my first repeat on this album. Crew Love was my first repeat. I'll take care. And that matters because, you know, I got through it with my dead body. I got through shot for me. I already knew Headlines was on the album, so I wasn't, like, repeating that. When I first play the album, I want to see how long it's going to go before I actually get to the point where I actually have to repeat a song because, you know what I'm saying? Because cause that's when you know, okay, I didn't find a song. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't find a song. And I think... Crew Love was that first song for me. Take Care, Crew Love, Drake in the Weekend. It was The Weekend. I, I heard The Weekend voice and immediately was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I didn't drink out one. And once I, once I heard, you know, The Weekend singing, and then they got to the intro, you know, and you hear it. I've said this oh, when I did the Drake episode. Oh, no, the weekend episode. I can't remember which one, but I said, you know Crew Love. I don't give a fuck. You know Crew Love. If you might have not heard this song, but after this song came out, how many rappers have now since said, I hope you ain't loving the crew? How many rappers? How many rappers have said particularly this particular song in a verse since then? Come on. Smoking weed under star projectors. Never knew I follow all the gets us. Seeing my family have it all through the plumbers on the wall. Like It's just like... I literally, I really like the fact that I really like the person I'm becoming. <laughs> it was times where I would do it like it's nothing. <laughs> like, and, and Drake and the Weeknd have a chemistry. It's just something about them. I haven't heard them in a long time do something together. I wish though they are my two favorite artists. I wish they would get back to doing shit together. Uh, they seem like they're back on good terms. I would love to see them too do a song, a project, give us the OVO XL project. I would love it. Krula was the first example of why that worked so fucking well. And yeah. Now, track four, Wu-Tang Forever. I saw a lot of people hate on this song because he named it Wu-Tang Forever. And I think a lot of people hated on this song. But I actually liked it. I actually didn't get it at first. I'm going to be honest. I didn't get it at first. And I know Wu-Tang. I know the song. It's yours. I got that. But I was like, I don't get the concept of what the fuck he's going with the song. And I think... Maybe because it started from the bottom of such a massive fucking song. So I was kind of like, the, here's the thing. I always say this. The tracks got to lead into a, be, a better song. For a song for, because if it's, if Headlines is the massive hit, right, so far at that time of his albums, right, Crew Love kind of corroborate. Started from the bottom was clearly the clear cut hit. Wu-Tang Forever felt like, uh, a cool, like, I'm not going to try to 
oversaturate the, the jumping, the hype of it. So I'm going to just give you something cool, something that may come back, you can come, come down to. And I think <clears throat> Wu-Tang Forever, and I like this song a lot. Don't get it twisted. I really like this song a lot. Wu-Tang Forever is a, is a, is a classic to me, um, especially when he's rapping and he's like, I hit you with the 9 a.m. in Dallas. Tell me who you like. If you know Drake, if you know being a Drake fan, 9 a.m. in Dallas is one of those quintessential songs from Drake that you know, that you know is one of them, the AM, PM series. That is the first song from the AM, PM series from Drake. So you know 9 a.m. So when he pretty much reminds you, he kind of reminds you, like, don't get it twisted, nigga. <laughs> like, don't get it twisted, nigga. I do this shit for real. Like, so when he, he throws in the 9 a.m. at Dallas reference, I'm like, oh, shit. They caught me off guard first. I'm like, oh, 9 a.m. at Dallas. That nigga really said that shit the first. Like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, shit. That nigga going back on your ass. 2009 on you niggas. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> I was like, okay. 2009 on you niggas. Okay, that's what I like. And, you know, and so I was like, yeah, I like Wu-Tang Forever, but it's not fucking with Crew Love because, like I said, Crew Love is something that you you generally know, you literally love, and it's it's a cult classic of Drake fans. It's like literally a cult classic of Drake and Weekend fans. It's a song that they cannot 100% hide. It's one of the best songs that they've done together, it, truly. Um, track five, Take Care. Marvin's Room versus Track 5 of Another Was the Same on it. I remember Marvin's Room came out. This is actually the first song of Alpha Take Care. Even though he never... This kind of felt like um, God's Plan. If you know anything about God's Plan, God's Plan was not on Scorpion. He just threw the shit out on a, on a, on an EP. Uh, scary hours, the first scary hours with diplomatic immunity. He just threw that shit out, and God's plan became a motherfucking juggernaut. And he had to put it on the album. Marvin's room was the same. He just threw the song out, and the fucking song became massive. And I remember the first time I heard this and being like, "Okay, I like this. I like this." I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not one of those those fans that's like, I want to just hear Drake rap all day. I actually like when he sings because it's actually a different element to his career. It's a different element to his music when he can actually sing and rap. And I think that's the beauty of that. And Marvin's Room was the first song that I, I physically was, I, I remember physically being like, if he does songs like this on, on Take Care, I might actually fuck with it a lot. I love Thank Me Later, but Thank Me Later, you had to grow on me. This felt like, okay, he's coming out the gate with a hit. Okay, I fucks with this already. And Marvin's Room was the first one, and it, and, it, and it did what it needed to do because every motherfucker literally jumped on the song. <laughs> Everybody had a remix of this shit. Uh, I saw on social media just a couple of days ago, the JoJo remix of Marvin's Room. Chris Brown had a remix of this shit. Jeremiah, it was so many fucking people like Marvin's Room remixes. I was like, that, and that, here's the thing. In 2011, that was a fucking thing. When a song got super fucking hot, you had to jump on it. You had to. You had to jump on a fucking song and have to create it. You had to, like, cover it but make it yours. 
And Marvin's Room was the first example of that shit. If you remember 2011, that 2010, 2011 span of remixes of niggas just jumping on niggas. Shit, I can't even go back to a Millie. A Millie had a, a 159 fucking songs. Shit. One Blood by Game. Like, that shit had 139 fucking songs. Like, it was just, like, a crazy-ass thing. And Marvin's Room was like that for 2011. It was just every fucking where. You couldn't find it anywhere. It was every fucking where. Everybody just jumped on it. Um, On it. On it's a really good song. It is. It's a really good song. It's nice. But it doesn't give you what you need either. And I think that's kind of the point of nothing was the same when it came to these these two tracks. It was like, started from the bottom, had you at such a high. And maybe it was because of where he knew he was about to go with the project. But on it was cool, and it was decent, and it got you what you needed. But it didn't get you what you wanted. And I think that that's kind of why Marvin's Room fits perfectly for me, and that's why I'm going with it. Now, let's get into it. Now, of course, like I said, a lot of these, I, I took three of the original songs off of nothing was uh, Take Care to make this a 15 versus 15 track list. So number six is Underground Kings. Now, I think Underground Kings on this project is actually like seven or eight, but it's at number six for me on here. Marvin's Room is like seven or eight. So, yeah, um, but nothing, Underground Kings is track six for me on, on Take Care versus track six on Nothing Was The Same. Worst Behavior. <laughs> Underground Kings, when I first heard it, clearly I'm from the South, born in New Orleans, pretty much raised in Houston. Underground Kings, Bun B, Pimp C. If you already know, Drake also has just an incredible connection to rap a lot. He has a connection with Pimp C, Bun B, J Prince. He pretty much is kind of a Houston kid too. So. Underground Kings was such an incredible thing. But here's the thing. He never really talked about them. <laughs> like, if you actually listen to the song, he doesn't say anything about Pocket Full of Snows, uh, 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 Chopping Blades. He don't say shit about Underground Kings, bro. Like, he just named it Underground Kings. It referred Lil Wayne references. Like, he just kept rapping Lil Wayne verses. Like, like yo, this shit is kind of weird. <laughs> like, this shit is kind of weird. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I was like, you name the song Underground Kings, I expect you to, you know, you know, say something about, you know, Pimp C, but me. But he talking about Wayne. Like, if you listen to it, listen to the song. Go listen to the song, for real. Listen to it. Am I tripping? Cause, cause I'm counting on, he's at, cause I'm on I'm the wall on the clock, counting on the wall. Like, I, if I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. I'm counting, like, he took Wayne's, like, uh, Duffel Bag Boy verse and rapped it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was rapping that. Then I think he said, he was talking about, I grew up from this, grew up listening to this rapper from New Orleans. Like, if I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. I've gotten, I'm shining all day. Yeah, I need that. Like, <laughs> like you listen to it, you like, huh, nigga? Like, is you going to get anything of some shout out, nigga? Like, you named a song after them, but you didn't really talk about them. Um, nah, but all in all, oh, man. Underground Kings is a fucking crazy song. Ice in my muddy water. Blue over troubled waters. <laughs> Blood over troubled waters. Rich off of me, say Got rich off of me, say <laughs> Probably shouldn't be driving. It just got so much harder. Can't even see it straight now. I can't even see it straight at all. Fuck with me. I buy the shots. You live a little. Because niggas die a lot. <laughs> 
and lie, lie, but I'm the truth. That's right. I fucking said it. The fucking proof that you ain't got to die to get to heaven. You, girl, you right there. You look like you like this shit. Hot I know. Hot I know. That's me on my psychic shit. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, nigga. Uh, but yeah, Underground Kings is the fucking shit, man. Track six, so nothing was the same. Worst behavior. You go to the Drake concert, you hear worst behavior. I'm pretty sure. You know me. You know me. I do anything when it comes to the nigga. You owe me. You owe me. Motherfucker, you owe me. Bitch, you better have my money when I come for that shit like ODB. <laughs> like, oh, shit got real. Okay, let's get it. Worst behavior is just that fucking shit. If Kula was a hit, it was a cult classic. Worst behavior is a cult classic, kind of, sort of, a massive fucking hit. Like, worst behavior is such a fucking hit. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy, man. I remember listening to the song when I first heard it. Who ha, who not? Tell me who rock, who shut out on the shores. You tell me who rock, who cops new drops. Who else, nigga? Who I was making rap albums, doing numbers like it's pop, Drake. You know what? Nothing changed since we put since the funny style niggas we didn't put on in the game. I just laugh. <laughs> I just ask for my blessings. I'm a grandmother's grave. Look at the mail. Stand the check. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man, this is actually hard because I actually love both of these fucking songs, man. These songs are incredible on these on this fucking project. Hmm. Worst behavior. Worst behavior. I'm going to go off of just, yeah, it is because of the hit that it was, but also he doesn't perform underground kings and concerts. Worst behavior gets played regardless. And I think that's kind of why I went with it. Um, so, yeah, it's 3 3. Um, man. Man, 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 man. Um, Track seven, take care. Like I said, I moved some of these tracks up. Make Me Proud, featuring Nicki Minaj. Uh, versus, nothing was the same. Track seven, From Time, featuring Janae Aiko. Make Me Proud, I remember, um, I think he was hosting. <laughs> he was hosting Saturday Night Live when Take Care came out. And I remember, I tell people all the time, people act like they don't remember this shit, but I do. There was a time in music, particularly 2010, 2011, where Nicki was actually bigger than Drake. When you actually looked at Young Money, Nicki was getting all of the respect. Like, Nicki was actually getting Young Money more on award shows. Not saying people didn't fuck with Drake, not saying that at all. I'm saying Drake was loved, but Nicki was loved more. Like, you can tell that Nicki was more, like, when you thought of Young Money, you thought of her first. Then you thought of Drake. Oh, you thought of them together, but you always felt like Nicki was bigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nicki had a, Nicki was such a massive star. Before her album even came out, you knew who she was. That's kind of like how I was. Like, she was that big. And people forget that shit. Because <laughs> Drake is now just this fucking juggernaut. But people forget that shit. There was a time span in music where in 2010, 2011, I remember this shit. Nikki, they might have been kind of together, but Nikki was more of a, she didn't even have an album out and you knew who she was. 
that wasn't like that for Drake. Like you heard of Drake, you knew who Drake was, but Nicki, and I understand why. Nicki literally bought back female rap. You can hate it, you can say whatever about it, but she literally bought back female rap to the mainstream. She bought back female rap. Like that was a hard, like there was like a massive gap between what Missy last album, like the cookbook. That was like Missy's last album, like 0405. To Pink Friday was like 2011. That's a massive fucking, that's a seven year gap. I mean, you had female rappers drop albums, but it was never to that level of fandom, craziness, just want to get near type of ability. So I remember watching SNL and he performed Take Care. He performed, I forgot what other songs he performed. I know he performed Make Me Proud and I know he, he brought out Nikki for this song. And the song got more respect for me when I saw them perform it live than when I first heard it. Like, and now I kind of respect it a little bit more because of how their careers both have kind of projected and went the way it went. Both of them are massive fucking stars. You cannot stop E to R. Um, Make Me Proud is a great song. Don't get it twisted. It's a really good song. But it's not fucking what from time. It just isn't. I'm sorry. It, it I, I, I fuck with them. I fuck with them heavy. But from time is a different fucking animal, man. Like I said, my brother, would when he heard shot from me, he was like, yo, that shit fire. From time, he heard that shit and was like, yo, that bitch is a hit. From time is such a great song, man. It is. From time is such a great song. I don't know if it's just because Janae Aiko. And at that time, Janae Aiko had some of my favorite collaborations. Some of my favorite collaborations. Her and Drake from From Time. She did Born Center with Drake, uh, J. Cole. She was on Born Center with J. Cole. And they did Sparks Will Fly, which is one of my favorite J. Cole songs. Like, man. I feel like From Time was just an incredible fucking song, man. Like, it's beautiful. It really is. Like, you, it's rare to say a song is peaceful and beautiful. But it, that shit is as peaceful as it can get. With the toxicness of still being like, what's up? I've been a minute since we kicked it. You've been caught up. Like, like, <laughs> goddamn. Like, it was all nice and gentle and shit. And then you come out of here with this, with this, goddamn. What the, goddamn. <laughs> like, like, shit. Yeah. But she put it perfectly. That's the thing. It was perfect. It was like a perfect, like, like, you know, and then Drake versus on his song, on his ver on his song was great. On his two songs, on his, on his song, his two verses were incredible. So, yeah, you know, yeah, from time gets this dub. Uh, yeah. Um, number eight, Lord knows, off of Take Care, featuring Rick Ross, versus Hold On, We're Going Home, featuring Magic Jordan. Now, Lord knows is more of a if you heard Take Care, if you fuck with Drake and Ross together. Lord knows is like one of your favorite songs they've ever done together. Because I think because those two at that time frame in 2011, Ross and shit even dating to 2010, uh, because all Aston Martin music came out in 2010. So in that time frame, as a Drake fan and as a Rick Ross fan, because I'm both, and I can't wait to do uh, the Rick Ross uh verses with his albums because I'm still trying to debate. I know Teflon Don is one of them, but I'm still trying to debate if it's going to be Mastermind 
Port of Miami, um, deeper than rap. I don't know. Uh, I got. I, I want to do Mastermind because I love Mastermind very much, but also uh, Teflon Down was such a great fucking body of work. But uh, Triller was was just as great. Like I listen to Triller now, and being like, yeah, I remember why I love this album so much. Triller was like one of my favorite Ross albums, but um, but Mastermind was one of my favorite albums too. Uh, but Drake and Ross from 2010 to like 2011, 2012. Every time they drop something, this shit was good. Like, like if you are a Drake and Ross fan, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, that fucking songs were just incredible. It started with ASMR music. It did. I'm on one with, with DJ Khaled, but then they did um, Free Spirit, which I thought was actually gonna be on Take Care, and it wasn't. Free Spirit, and then they did. Uh, what else they do? Free Spirit. Then they did. Uh, the fuck is that song? I am fucking drawing a blank. Of course, Stay Scheming, but that was in 2012. That was like the internet run. Uh, Stay Scheming, Made Man. They did Made Man. Uh, and they did this. Lord knows. And of course, not No New Friends, which was at the end of 2013. So... Lord knows was one of them songs. It was a just blaze beat. You don't get a just blaze beat and fuck it up. That that shit just don't fucking happen. Drake talking his shit at the beginning was incredible. It's your worst nightmare. It's my first night here. <laughs> and this girl right here knows what she knows. So I'm going through her phone if she go to the bathroom and I purse right there. I don't trust these hoes at all. <laughs> like, damn, nigga, I'm the gate with it? All right, nigga, I feel you. I feel you. That, that's what I, okay. You know, he has one of my favorite verses on this, verses on this fucking song. Probably one of my favorite Drake verses, just if you particularly just say this verse. You know, when he was like, you know, I don't make music for niggas who don't get pussy. So those are the ones that kind of diss me or overlook me. Lord knows, Lord knows. <laughs> you see, I don't make music for niggas who don't get pussy. So those are the ones that kind of diss me or overlook me. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nigga. That's what you're supposed to say. And then this is actually the birthplace of YOLO. Mm-hmm. Ross is the reason why YOLO was even a phrase go look at uh, uh, it was drake doing like a little doc series on fuse remember fuse uh i miss fuse so much uh <clears throat> but drake did a doc series on fuse about take care and drake said he heard raw say that in the verse before he actually started rapping he said yolo you only live once ross said yolo first ross actually created yolo and Drake said, I heard him say that. And I was like, man, Ross say so much cool shit. I just took it. I didn't even, I just took it. And then the model came out and it blew the fuck up. And everybody thought Drake took it, made that fucking, but Ross actually said that shit first. Um, which is why I always say, man, I wish Ross would have hit Drake up like, yo, can I get some money for this shit? Like, nigga, you blow this shit? I don't know. <laughs> shit, dictionaries and shit, like the Oxford dictionary and shit. Come on, bro. Like, I need that money. I need that check. But you know, Ross even speaking, talking this shit on here. Like, yeah, man. Um, But it then goes into track eight for Nothing Was The Same. And that's Hold On, We're Going Home. Hold On, We're Going Home. 
with Magic Jordan. By the way, this is the best time. Like, if Crew Love launched the weekend, Magic Jordan was shot into the stratosphere. But fucking <laughs> after this fucking album, after this fucking song. Uh, hold on, we're going home. Uh, when I first heard it, I was like, it's decent. I like it. It's cool. Um, and it did grow. Of course it did. Of course it grew. Um, it grew after I watched the video. Uh, I didn't understand it. <laughs> the concept of the music video was so, like, his homie portrayed him, told a nigga where he, his girl was, and portrayed him, and told him he was coming for his girl, and, yeah, it was crazy. Um, but anyway, um, hold on, we're going home. It's good. It's a good song, actually, and it's really, really, really fucking good. It just ain't fucking with Lord knows, and that's the biggest problem. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a, it's a massive, great song. It's awesome. Like, love it, but it just ain't fucking with Lord knows, and it, it just isn't. Um, going into track nine, this might be the hardest fucking tracks. These, this, this might be the hardest verses out of all these songs that I might have because I, I, I can't with these these two songs, man. Track nine for take care is cameras. Camera slash good ones go. This shit's hard. Versus track nine, nothing was the same. Connect. Well, connection, I should say. Connection. Um, word on roll with the click about to blow. You ain't got to run and tell nobody. They already know. They been living on a high. We've been, we been living on a high. They've been talking on a low, but it's cool. No, you heard it all before. That's why I asked you, I am me. I am me. Don't you know about the team? Hey. That's why I asked you, I am me. I am me. Don't you know about the team? Hey. <laughs> John B. Call on you. Go listen to call John B. John B. 90s R&B. Hero, okay, he's a white man, but could sing the fuck out of a song. Lord Jesus, grew up on John B, man. Calling on you is the shit. So to hear that be the inspiration, be the kind of the reason why cameras are so fucking good, just made it even better. Like, <laughs> I love John B as an artist. Some of my favorite songs are from John B. Like I said, I grew up in the 90s. I'm a 90s baby of 94. John B. Is is one of them artists that you if you if you grew up in the nineties you know who John B is and you don't if you're watching this you're eighteen you're twenty one you don't know shit go listen to John B on Apple Music you gonna you're like wait this nigga had a song with Tupac this nigga had a song with Tupac and he was a white boy he was a white boy yes he had a song with Tupac and it's the best fucking song ever go listen to it and if you don't know that you don't know shit I'm sorry I can't even talk to you about music I don't even know if you know me. I don't even know if you know Outkast. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know if you know Outkast if you don't know that shit. Goddamn. Anyway, cameras. <laughs> I had to go all my soliloquy. I'm sorry. Cameras is such a good fucking song. So fucking good. I listen to that shit damn near every day. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, motherfucker. I listen to this shit damn near every fucking day. I probably do. I'm going to be honest with you. And then I go listen to Call On You. Then I play it back and forth. Like, <laughs> cameras is such a good fucking song. Slash Good Ones Go. Which is probably the most emotional fucking song if you missing somebody. <laughs> like, if you missing somebody and you like, uh, I won't, 
I try to skip that particular part of the song because when I first heard it, I was like, "Really, nigga? Like you just gonna you just gonna sing like that on this song? How dare you? How dare you? I thought we had a good relationship, Drake. I thought we I thought this was. And then this nigga started singing like like he just just like his ex got married or some shit. And I'm like, you know what, bro? Like we we ain't had to do all that, bro, bro. We ain't even had to do that. Because the song is fucking good. Like, it's not even like it's a fucking... Like, this shit is good. I'm like, why the fuck he just didn't do this shit by himself? Why he had to, like, slash it, nigga? Like, we didn't need... Cameras could have had his own song. You could have replaced a couple songs. You could have replaced Buried Alive with Good Ones Go. Like, <laughs> like if it was a full version of that song, I want to hear the whole fucking song. That song is fucking good. Holy shit. And that was supposed to be Good Ones Go interlude. It was an interlude. Like... Fuck you mean, nigga? Like, oh, no, 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 no. Track nine. Nothing was the same. Connection. Connection. Connect, connection. Y'all know what the fuck I mean. The beginning of this song is so good. When you hear Drake talk about how he got the baseball man to come in and actually do, do, um, you know, the beginning. He was like, I don't even know what the fuck to classify this as. This is such a different fucking song. I've never heard this type of energy before. And the song is so good. And, of course, I live in Houston. <laughs> so I know what he means when he says these things. Talk about West Time and all these things. I know what the fuck he means. And so it automatically just spoke to me. And then, of course, he takes a legendary Houston song. Swing and a swing and a swing and a pop my trunk. I just saw Trader Troop perform swinging at Future Concert this weekend, uh, this past weekend. So I know that's still a hit. Like, so for him to take that and, and put it in that, you know, I fuck with this song heavy. And I fuck with cameras. That's good ones go. I said both of these songs are great. Connection, when I first heard it, man, I was going through a lot. <laughs> Clearly. I was going through a lot at that time in my life, and, you know, it, it, it felt like good ones go, and it felt like, you know, I remember when my schedule, my schedule was a flex, I remember when my schedule was flexible as she is, she called her for the weekend, I'll be over before we hung up, I took it and go into the one for an Easter, parking in Marco Rose for the seats, and where all the pretty girls are sleeping, like, <laughs> yeah, man. I love cameras. Let's go one go book and that is, is Don't hold. What do you say? Um, don't fall asleep on me hanging now. I'll be on my swinging. Yeah, yeah. You got it, yeah. Shit, it is 4-4. Four, four. Fuck. This might be a split. Holy shit. This might. Nah, I don't know. We shall see. Um. How these next couple of songs about to go? Um, track ten, "Doing It Wrong" featuring Stevie Wonder, which a lot of people don't remember. Stevie Wonder is actually on this song playing the harmonica at the end. Versus the language, <laughs> oh, shit. "Doing It Wrong" is good. It's a classic Drake singing song. It's a classic R and B Drake song. Like I said, Stevie Wonder's at the end playing on Manica. When I heard Stevie Wonder was going to be on this song, I actually thought Stevie Wonder was actually, like, going to sing. And 
I was disappointed. I'm like, well, I was a little disappointed, but then I actually heard the song and I was like, nah, I understand why you probably did let Stevie Wonder sing on this. It's pretty easy to understand. Uh, the language. This is the song that a lot of people think he was throwing shots at Kendrick. A lot of people forget that. This is the song that everybody thought he was throwing shots. When he was like, uh, who is this new boy y'all talking about? You know, uh, somebody that gave you to run around? What are you doing when the money's down? I don't take money and I don't play with my money down. I just go get it and buy it in cash. I got a, uh, what he said? I got a, uh, fuck, what he, shit, he said something. And he was like, but a lot of people thought he was throwing shots at Kendrick throughout this whole song. Because at this time, Kendrick was the hot new shit. I mean, Good Kid, Mad City was just every fucking where. And now you're talking my language. Now you're speaking my language. Now you're talking my language. Now you're talking my language. Being real is, man, I don't know about you. She said all she want to do is smoke. Smoke, fuck. Girl, that's all that we do. <laughs> smoke and fuck. I said, girl, that's all that we do. Yeah, now you're talking my language. Now you're talking my language. That language is hard, man. You don't realize it until you sit and listen to these songs and you're like, nah, that shit was hard. I love doing it wrong, but like I said, Stevie Wonder not being on it kind of fucked me up. I was like, nah, bro, bro. Um, he's on it, but he's just not singing. I was like, nah, bro, bro. Um, track 11, uh, off of Take Care, The Real Her featuring Lil Wayne. And Andre 3000 versus Nothing Was the Same 305 to My City featuring Detail. It's kind of funny to now say Detail was on a song with Drake because there's always been rumors that somebody beat up Detail from Drake's crew. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting to have that song. All in all, the song is actually really good. 305 to My City is really fucking good. It ain't fucking with a real hurt. It's not. It's not fucking with a real hurt. Wayne's verse. Three stacks with the poetry at the end of the fucking song was just incredible. And Drake, Drake, man, again, going back to his roots, going back to what he was, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, this was it. And uh, the real her, I can't say enough about this song. Y'all know what I'm talking about when you hear this song. It's an incredible song. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the real her easily wins that. Um, that might have been the easiest strike one I've done. Um, Hell yeah, fucking right featuring too much. Hell yeah, fucking right, of course, features Lil Wayne on Take Care. Whereas too much features uh Sanfras. I think I said his name right. Which was supposed to be the fucking motion on this fucking album. Because they had that song and he decided to do this one. I digress. Hell yeah, fucking right. Sorry, I just get that out. I told you I was going to get back to it. I told you I was going to get back to it. I told you. Um, hell yeah, fuck it right, featuring Lil Wayne, featuring versus Too Much from Nothing Was The Same, featuring Sanford's. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, fuck it right, fuck it right, all right, and we say hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I, like I said during the Drake episode, Take Care might have been the closest that we've ever heard him and Wayne really just physically do songs fully, like, same thing with Carter Four. Like the Carter Four was the same. Like Drake was on like two or three songs of that project. She will. Um, it's okay with him and Jada. Yeah, like I think Drake did, and I think they had another song. I can't fucking remember. But 
and then take care of them niggas had three songs off this project together um and hell yeah fucking right was incredible the video was great the fucking song was incredible yeah it's a great fucking song as much as i hated the fact that he didn't have the motion and i try to stop saying hate but as much as i hated the fact the motion wasn't on nothing was the same too much was fucking good and then you see him performing on jimmy fallon and you listen to it so i'm literally asking the asking myself the question of do i want the 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 just straight up crazy hype song or do i want the the very you know personal record and for me i still listen to too much and i still love the fact that he went that personal with it as much as I love Drake and Wayne together. I didn't really like Hell Yeah Fucking Right that much when I first heard it. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. I didn't like it that much. I was like, oh, this shit fire. I like it. But it's Drake and Wayne. So, of course, I think it's gonna be fire. Those are two of my favorite artists. Like, of course, it's gonna be fucking fire. But the video sold me on Hell Yeah Fucking Right more than the song ever did. Too Much was just an incredible body of work. I thought... No matter how much I didn't like too much being on this album more than emotion, I'm pretty happy that he did go with too much over the motion. So I gotta go with too much on this. I know people are gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um uh track 13 for take care is look at what you've done. Look what you've done. Um feature uh look at look at what you've done versus track 13. I thought that was the same. Pound Cake slash Paris Motion Music 2. Featuring Jay-Z, which Jay-Z's on the beginning of Pound Cake. So, look what you've done in such a, a, a introspective song. It's, it's, he's literally talking to his mom and his uncle and telling them what they've done for him. Look at what you've done. Look at literally what you've done for me. I, I never thought in a million fucking years this will be my career this will be my life and this is literally just at the beginning of his career like this isn't hit make a drink now like this is literally the beginning of his career and he had a song like this that was very personal and like i just said too much was very personal i love those types of records especially from drake because it is introspective it is like he's looking in the mirror and trying to explain to himself like yeah, you got a, a career that's very crazy. How the fuck have you done this? And it's kinda it's kinda interesting, man. Pow cake featuring Jay-Z. Cake, 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 cake. Uh look at my wrist. That's a carrot cake. <laughs> it should never let you round cake. <laughs> yeah, whole talk that shit on Pow Cake, man. The the part that got me right was was the end, actually. Where Drake is like, you know, um, you know, Paris, Paris Motion Music too. I thought that was incredible. You know, I love Pound Cake. Don't get it twisted. Pound Cake's the shit. But this, this, that Paris Motion Music too shit is incredible, man. And you know, again, look at what you've done. Such an introspective song. So it's Paris Motion too, where he's like, you know, I'm walking past Wayne, 
I'm opening this tours. I'm his artist, but he probably wouldn't even remember that story. <laughs> like, like I'm opening this tours. He wouldn't even probably remember the fucking story that I'm saying right now. You know, um, I think the beats were both great, but Paramotion Music 2 beat was incredible. But even with that, yeah, I'm going to put Emotion Music 2. I was going to go look at what you've done, but I was like, nah, I'm going with it. I got to go with it. Um, Track 14 for Take Care, Practice. Uh, versus Track 14 for Nothing Was The Same, Come Through. Watch me going out of the way when I should have went home. On a time of the day, I get to spend on my own. I was tripping on fire. Did you see what you crib? You drive it right where you live. They put you up on the way. Yeah, come through was the shit. Come through was the shit. You saw how fast I got into the mind of like the cup. Like, ooh, that was a motherfucking fire track. Come through was fire, man. Come through was fire. It was fire. Um, The breakdown at the end, too, was kind of cool and it was really dope, man. But it ain't fucking with practice. It ain't fucking with practice. Sorry. It just ain't. Even though he's talking about Serena Williams the entire fucking song. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> allegedly. Um, we gotta put air quotes too. Allegedly. Um, we all knew who the fuck he was talking about. Come on, let's be real. We all knew what the fuck he was talking about. Um, but he took juveniles back that ass up. Who's not gonna pick practice? <laughs> Come on. I'm from the city. Like, I, was, I didn't ever revoke my fucking New Orleans badge if I don't pick that fucking song. What the fuck you think? I'm taking practice. Clearly. Fuck that. No, 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 no. And practice is just a better fucking song, too. It's a better song. It's a better fucking song. And uh, closing it all out, track 15, The Ride versus All Me. Oh, no, that was the same. Got everything, I got everything. I cannot complain, I cannot. I don't even know how much I really made. I forgot, it's a lot. Fuck that, never mind what I got. <laughs> what Dave Chappelle said, ho, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, Big Sean, I'm doing a Big Sean, Life of Times Music as well. That's coming soon. Um. Call me. I remember the night this fucking song came out. Drake had his head shot from Degrassi. <laughs> Fuck it. As the fucking cover art of this fucking song. And I was like, this is the weirdest fucking song cover I've ever seen. This has got to be a fire fucking song. I clicked the fucking song, and I was right. It was a fire fucking song. It was incredible. 2 Chains killed it. Drake killed it. Big Sean murdered it, buried it, bought it back up, and then buried it again. The nigga killed this shit. All three of these niggas fucking killed it. Like I said on the Drake show, I have never heard Drake and Big Sean at that time do a lot of songs together. Big Sean was starting to grow on me as an artist. Drake was already there. Two Chains, I already grew up on Two Chains music because of Wayne and him. So I knew who Two Chains was. All me was so fucking good. All three of them niggas got their shit off. That's the thing. All three of them niggas got their shit off. Big Sean. Stole the fucking show. Ho, shut the fuck up. I got way too much of my men, too. <laughs> like, that shit was like, yeah, he won. He got it. Um, As much as I love all me, it ain't the ride. I don't know how many episodes I've done on Drake that I've literally said the ride is literally my favorite fucking song by Drake. 
The Ride and Fear are like my two favorite songs by Drake. By far. Like in his catalog and his discography, those are my two favorite fucking songs. Fear from So Far Gone, The Ride from Take Care. The Weeknd kills this fucking song. He is singing his ass off in this whole song. He ain't even saying shit. He's just saying the ride. That's it. He's not really even singing shit. He's just saying the ride. How long would it last? The ride. That's all he's saying. But you could tell by Drake's demeanor on this song. Again, he's talking his shit, but more importantly, he's not just talking his shit. He's kind of detailing where he's at now in his career, particularly how this album should have ended because the ride is actually track 18. It is literally him talking about his life now, where he's at in his career, how great his career is going. And he literally leaves out the song by saying, my junior and senior will only get meaner. Take care, nigga. Like he tells you right there and there, this shit is, is so far fucking far-fetched. If you are a Drake fan, I'm pretty sure if you're a hardcore Drake fan. The Ride is one of your favorite songs. If you've never heard The Ride, you're not a Drake fan. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not the captain of this shit, but I'm pretty sure if you ain't never heard The Ride and automatically was like, this shit is fire. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I'm sorry. I, like I said, I ain't the captain, but I'm pretty sure The Ride is one of the best Drake songs I've ever fucking heard. Okay, let's get that out of the way. All right, so let's get into it. Let me count this shit up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven songs to take care. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah, eight. Because 15. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, so, yeah. Ooh. So, eight for nothing was the same, seven for take care. So, it comes down to the question of all time. So, it's eight, seven, uh, nothing was the same. That is true. Here we go. Now it comes down to this. Like I said, it doesn't matter if I particularly ordered it the way it went. I can still go the way I want to go. So, which album is the best? I love Nothing Was The Same. And I love Take Care. Both albums are incredible. Bodies of Work by Drake. If we're just doing these 15 songs from Take Care and these 15 songs from the What's the Same, I would rather listen to another one. I would rather listen to Take Care. In full. Yes. When I heard Take Care for the first time, when I heard Take Care, I was like, this album's incredible. And I think it's one of the best albums I still have heard. By Drake, it's it's actually 
still one of the best albums I've heard. So in all in all, I'm going to take care to win this album. And take care is officially the winner of this. J. Cole is next in Lifetime of Music. And the albums, the, the next album versus I might do, I have no clue who's the album. <laughs> it might be Rick Ross. I don't know. Um, ooh, nah, 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 nah. Nah, I'm going to say that one. I'm going to say that one. It's going to be J. Cole. It's going to be a whole J. Cole week. So I'm going to do J. Cole, the artist, and then I'm going to do J. Cole's albums, which is uh, off-season versus 2014 for our sales drives. Till then, Take Care wins. Take Care has won. And hope you guys enjoy this episode when it comes out. Until then, it's Brian Janu, Live with of Music. Take Care. It's the best album, to me, of Drake's discography. Peace.